and very possibly has weapons of mass destruction. Conductor, conductor, conductor. Conductor, we have a problem. Conductor, we have a problem. Conductor. What's going on? Welcome back to episode number eight of the What Do You Want to Talk About podcast. I am your host, Ryan George. As always, thank you so much for joining me, uh, tuning in, giving me some of your time to listen to me talk. So it means a lot, a whole heck of a lot. Uh, hopefully it's helping somebody or, or you know, maybe thinks of somebody, maybe it helps you think of somebody it may help and, and they can tune in or, you know, link us up and we can chat about it, whatever. Um, but that's really the whole thing of this is is just share my experiences, my thoughts, my feelings. And, you know, in doing so, hopefully they can touch base with somebody else and maybe let them know, hey, you're not so alone as you thought. I mean, you're pretty alone, but you're not as alone as you thought. And uh, things can get better or they can get worse, one or the other. Um, just got to see how it works out. But, yeah, you know. Hopefully it's help. It can help somebody, and and uh, if not, I should probably stop doing them. But um, anyway, I uh, took a few weeks there off. I thought it was two, but it might be three weeks, or I haven't had one. I think this would have been the third week if, if I skipped this one. But um, I had to put my dog Benny down. Um, he's a almost seventeen year old Chihuahua. I got Benny when I was nineteen, and. Didn't really uh, even want Benny, but I had Benny, and Benny was with me then. He was my best buddy for uh, the next 16 years. I'm 36 now, so he would have been 17 in April, and um, I knew knew the end was coming with him, and it was something that I knew was going to have to happen sooner than later, and then the day came pretty quick. It was like a Wednesday night, and my wife noticed that the next day on Thursday, just was not, he, it wasn't good. And we're going to have to make, make a decision right then and there. So, um, yeah, I had to put him down the following day. So, and I typically record these on a Friday. So that's, uh, that's one reason I didn't record that day. It actually, that day was probably one of the hardest days of my life. I totally underestimated how hard it would be, how sad I would be. Um, and, you know, you don't think about it. And I think we're not just, I'm not just guilty of doing this with pets, you know, him, but it's just every, everyone in your life, everybody that means something, everything that means something, um, you, you really don't know how much you love it or, you know, really care about it until it's gone sometimes. I mean, you know, you love your dog or, or whatever, but boy, when that day came, I, I was a, a mess. Um, it was, it was horrible. I thought I'd be pretty all right and just kind of, you know, be sad, but move along. And man, I I don't know if I've ever cried more in my life. And then especially he, Benny hated the vet, hated going to the vet. He would shake and, um, shake bad. And plus they don't now with everything going on, they don't let you go inside the vet with your dog. So, I was not going to just say, be like, oh, here's my dog. Here's my old dog going and kill him. Uh, So we had a vet come to the house, and and Benny laid there on my lap. And the kind 
doctor, Dr. Death, uh, gave him a shot. And, you know, about 10 minutes later, that was that. It was horrible to have your dog die in your lap. But, you know, I think about 16, over six, almost 17 years of really good memories. And, you know, he bit everybody. He hated kids. <laughs> he hated, like, kids to pet him. And people, since he was small, always thought they could, like, pick him up or something, and he'd bite. He bit everybody. And so that's – it's funny. I got a bunch of messages from people be like, oh, man, last time I saw Benny, he bit me. And so, I don't know, it just kind of made me laugh. Usually it's not great when you have that dog, but for whatever reason, me and Benny both kind of grumpy, both like conflict a little bit, and uh, rest in peace, buddy. And, and the following week, too – uh, I like I said I thought I'd be all right and man the following week I was just in the dumps uh feeling like just blah, depressed and just not all I wanted to do was eat and buy shit like that's it all I, <laughs> I just wanted to eat like shitty food and buy stuff to make myself feel better so I bought a boat um <laughs> so yeah at least I'll be able to take my kids fishing this year and if you want to go fishing with me, come give me a shout. Let's go fishing. Uh, I got a boat. Wife's pissed. Um, but, you know, she'll come around to the idea. All right? She'll come around to the idea. It's going to be all right. Get the boy out there on the boat and my daughter out there on the boat. And that's another thing that Benny Dyan taught me. I have a 15-year-old and a 5-year-old. My daughter's 15. And, you know, it's like all of a sudden – it hits you of like shit. I I have like five more years or three more years before. You know she's got her own life and she already has her own life in a lot of ways. Uh, she's busy every night with cheerleading and you know school and friends whatever. And so, you know while dad is important and everything, dad as a parent you kind of just become you're there when you when they need you as 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 you should be, but. It just kind of hits home like wow you know my time's running out to before she's totally busy with a job and a career and a, a boyfriend which it's not no rush on that and uh yeah so i kind of i'm kind of excited to get her out there and get my boy out there and we'll have fun and enjoy the summer and the next few summers together and i actually you know that's another I, first thing I kind of wanted to talk about was was um, time and, and quality time doesn't always have to mean a lot of time. You always hear like people, you know, people complain about people not spending time with them or this, that, and the other. But I mean, do we do we make the best of the time that we get with each other? You know, um, friends, family, whatever it is. You know, do we take that for granted too? I noticed in this, I started doing this when I worked at the railroad. I worked at night. And so evening, I worked evenings, second shift, which is awful. Um, but I would get off and then I'd go pick her up, my daughter up in the morning and take her to school. And, and then, uh, I would be gone. So I couldn't pick her up from school, but that, that little time that I got with her every day was so important to me because it just gave me, you know, 10, 15 minutes, which doesn't seem like a lot, but you know, when you know, that's all you get, I tried to make the most of it. And I tried to talk and have good conversation and just what's going on and get her talking to me, which isn't always easy. 
And uh, now I pick her up, and they don't let freshmen drive at her high school, even though she's old enough. So I pick her up every morning, and then I pick her up and take her home after school to get ready for cheer. Um, and it's, we just have the best conversations. We laugh. We, you know, if we want to talk, want to talk about something serious a little bit, but you know, I get so much more of her out of that, you know, twenty minutes uh, in the morning and. and 20 minutes in the afternoon than I feel like I would if she, if she, if we were together all the time, because, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know. Maybe, maybe it's just, we both kind of understand that, you know, it's good time. It's quality time. And, and, uh, we don't get a whole heck of a lot of it together. And, and it is important to me that, uh, she knows that I do value every second of it. So, but yeah, it's, I noticed that, especially with the people we're around the most, we, we tend to take advantage and stare at our phones or, you know, hold on, I'm watching this. Or I, I'm honestly like, I'm kind of bad with my son, um, partly because he's annoying, but partly also because, you know, he's there and I know he's there and I'll be like, dude, I'll, we'll do that. Give me one second. Like I'm finishing this or I'm doing this. Or maybe I'm not doing anything I just don't want to do. I just don't want to go watch you play Thomas the train, you know, for the fifth hour in a row. So I, I am kind of bad about that with him. And, you know, it's like I got to find a way to, to make sure that quality time is getting spent with him and not just like me being annoyed and, and frustrated and like, fine, like, let's play, whatever. Um, which, you know, I don't know if everybody does it, but. I do find myself getting like that, and and I just started thinking about the whole quality time thing today. Actually, after I dropped my daughter off, um, and and I talked to my mom on the phone, and I was just like, yeah, it's like really great to have those this twenty minute drive or the twenty minutes we have together in the morning, and then you know my brain starts thinking like, man, my son drives me nuts. <laughs> my son drives me nuts. I wish we could just have like you know thirty minutes where it's just awesome, uh, which we do, but he's just so wild and crazy and, and, you know, but we've been trying to play some baseball. I don't want it. I don't want him to be like the only kid that is trash at sports sports are super important to me and he doesn't really care for them. So I'm not trying to like shove him down his throat, but I also don't want him to be like, like the kid at recess. That's garbage. So got to try to work on that. Like he just doesn't get it. He just doesn't get it. That's all right. No big deal. He's only five. No big deal. Just dad's hopes and dreams of his future going down the drain. But seriously, though, the, the quality time thing, it's, I don't know. It's just, maybe I, I probably is just in my feelings a lot and maybe trying to learn a lesson from my dog dying other than the fact that I just had a dog a long time and, and then he got old and died. And, you know, I, I'm somebody that a good, good portion of my life didn't have much by choice, I didn't have much of a relationship with my dad. Um, I was like hell bent on just hating him for whatever reason. And, you know, I just, I kind of just pushed him away and everything. And as I, I noticed as I got the anxiety of all that, like the hatred and whatever, which I, I don't even, it's just a weird deal when angry teenagers feel like that. But, um, it used to just eat at me and eat at me and eat at me. And I started to think like, man, if my dad dies and I feel like this, this isn't going to, this is not good. You know, I don't, it's one of those things I, 
I doubt I'd ever get over and you I could never let go. And then somewhere in my 20s, you know, we, we got to talking again and developed a relationship and everything's good now. Um, but and, and now his situation is, yeah, we don't spend the most time together, but when we do, it's good time. We talk, we, you know, we talk on the phone and text and stuff. But when we do spend time together, it's it's quality. And then on the other hand, my poor mom, who I lived with all the time growing up, and I was a huge jerk to her, um, got the got the whole like, oh, you, you're with him all the time and, and the time isn't, you don't value the quality time anymore because you're with each other 24-7 and mom does everything for me. She loves me no matter what. And so, you know, she's got to like basically clean up all the shit, which sucks. So sorry, mom. But, um, and, and it kind of can still be that way. I mean, it's, it's, my mom can get kind of annoying and she's listening and mom, I love you to death. And I know I'm annoying too, but, and just kind of like my son, but, um, you know, I do, I I try to look at it as like valuing the time, even if they're annoying, I got to find a way, you know, we got to find a way to value the time and, and make the most of it, enjoy each other, help each other, teach each other, learn from each other, all those things. Um, so yeah, anyways, I got to be on a, uh, a guy's podcast named Scott Oots. He's in San Diego. He's a a real estate investor, wholesaler. And a couple weeks ago, he had made a post about, you know, who's looking to kind of make a, go to the next level in their business and, and kind of take things up a notch. And, And I feel like we've this year we're very very close. I mean, we are right there to becoming a very very successful company. I mean, we do well um in, in our business. It's a little different. You know, we're not selling, you know, t-shirts where you're making 9 bucks profit or something like that. Uh we're doing real estate deals where the profits can be anywhere, you know, sometimes they can be small, sometimes it can be a couple thousand bucks. And then other times you know, we're making 35,000. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know what a wholesaler is, we, uh, market to people that own properties. Uh, usually people that don't live in the property, um, whether it's a rental inherited, whatever the situation may be some, a few situations that's been people that do live in the property. Um, but once we think we get those properties under contract for a discounted price and, and, and then, uh, we, we then move to find a buyer, an investor that's going to be paying cash or something as good as cash, uh, some private financing or something like that to close on the property. And then we get the price difference. So if if we have the property under contract for $25,000, um, our buyer comes in at $35,000, we get $10,000 at closing. We didn't have to buy the property. We didn't have to fix the property. We didn't have to do anything to the property. Basically... We are just marketing to find investors' properties. That's what they all want. That's what they need. Sometimes they're busy fixing properties and doing all those things, so they don't have time to go hunting for the properties like we do. So, um, yeah, that, that's what we do in a nutshell. Um, I usually just tell people I flip prop, flip houses because trying to explain that to them is too many questions and people aren't the smartest and just really so they're like so you do i mean but so where do you get the money i was like well we don't really buy the houses what do you mean you don't buy the houses like so you do the work yourself and i'm like 
No, I just sit. No, I don't do anything. We don't do anything. I just talk to people on the phone all day, every day. And, um, but yeah, what was I talking about? Something about the houses. Anyway, that's what we do. Uh, we wholesale. And, um, yeah, we're, we're really close to hitting that, like, seven figures a year mark, which, I mean, it's a lot. But we're right there, I feel like, to, to making that, like, step up. And uh, just haven't been able to give her the hump this last couple of years. Obviously, 2020 was a messed up deal. But um, I feel like we're real close. And I went on his show, and it was pretty impactful. And But, you know, it's it's always funny. You go to these things or even, like, a, a counselor. I've gone to, like, counseling and therapy, like therapists a lot of my life. And it's not like it's ever anything profound, you know, that you're picking up. Or even, like, talking to just people, you know, interacting with people, it's never usually anything profound that moves you. And like, it's not like, Oh wow, I never thought of that, you know, and the big bomb goes off in your head. Um, at least for me, it's not, but what I do notice is that it's typically something that I already know and have either just kind of skipped that step or it's something I had been doing. And then for whatever reason, stopped doing, got away from doing, and, you know, it really does set you back after a while when you're not doing the basics, the fundamental things, uh, it, and you try to just hop over that or, or in it, honestly, what I was doing was subconscious. Um, you know, I need to be more aggressive with sellers. I need to just, you know, really work on getting the price for what we want, get, you know, we're, we're doing a good amount of deals and adding $5,000 to every deal we're doing, um, may, honestly get us to where we want to be a lot faster than adding two, three, four more deals per month. So that's, that's kind of something that I've written down and thought about and looked at and, and, and trying to get back to, cause when I was just getting started, I was pretty ruthless. I didn't really care. Um, I was just constantly, you know, I was going after what I wanted. And I think after 2020 and all the frustration it had with people just not letting us see properties and showing us, I, had gotten in such a hurry and a rush to just, Oh, that's what you want. It's pretty close. So yeah, let's just do that. You know? And yeah, we'll make 10,000 bucks, but we have payroll, you know, bills, all these things, marketing expenses. So, and, and with the competition, the way it is now, like the marketing mm -hmm. expenses just keep going up as well as payroll and everything else. As you get bigger, you hire more people and, and those sort of things. So it, uh, yeah, it's, you just have to keep growing or else you're going to be stuck there forever in that that kind of spot. And, and plus, we do want to we, we want to grow wider and have more employees and help help more people and hopefully, you know, get get to that next level of an actual like organization, because sometimes it feels like I'm just spinning my tires and going and going and going and going and going. And it's like, that's, it's cool. I'm making good money, but how long can you, can you keep that up? You know? So yeah, that's, that's basically what I, I took from Scott is just, man, maybe you don't always need to do more of something. Um, maybe you need to do what you're doing and make it better. You know what you're doing, just make it better. You don't have to go bigger, just better. And, and stick to the, the things you already know and really stick to the fundamentals of what you know you have to do and not just be like, well, I'll skip that part or this part or that part. You know, don't get too comfortable, which is, like I said, it's e really, really easy to do. Really easy. 
but yeah, that's where I've been. Been just depressed because my dog died. Um, luckily, I've I've been able to spend a lot of time with family. You know, we were frozen in together for two weeks or however long that was, and you know, then we all could be sad together when the dog died. And and man, he was such a staple of my life. That's another thing is, jeez, not like seventeen years. That's so long. Everybody knew him. He was he was that was my dog. But rest in peace, Benny. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting on the boat with my kids, hopefully my friends. If anybody likes to fish, hop on. And if you're doing something, whatever your job is, like you know, stick to the fundamentals. You don't got to get cute. You know, you don't got to do nothing crazy and wild. You know, it's cool to pivot, try new things. Just don't ever get away from the the fundamentals that make you great at what you do um, because that that's the base of everything right I mean you can't you can't uh, McDonald's couldn't make like a Big Mac before they mastered what they did with just a cheeseburger right they so you know I mean it's all garbage now but it was simple back then it was just cheeseburger fries drink simple boom 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 you don't got to uh, see, and it's trash now because I got too much stuff. So you don't always have to go crazy and do wild stuff um, and, and creative stuff and stuff like that. Sometimes that uh, just being being yourself and sticking to your guns on the fundamentals. And now, if you, if what you're doing is not working at all, then you should probably freaking get new fundamentals and change. Uh, what you're doing but if what you're doing is working and you're looking to grow it doesn't mean that you have to do something different it's just do what you're doing and do it bigger and better simple enough right so hope uh hope you guys all hug somebody tell them you love them um enjoy enjoy the people you're around don't listen to me and just don't listen to this while you're around them listen to this in your car or, or wherever or but um, yeah, spend spend really good time with with your loved ones and your friends, and and tell them you love them, show them you love them. Don't be an asshole. Take it from me, being an asshole doesn't pay off very often. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, I'll have another one here real soon, and I really didn't get anywhere with learning how to use this equipment or well I, I know how to use the equipment now but now it's learning how to do the editing software so if anyone knows how to use editing software for audio please either message me on instagram or facebook or uh, email me even at trghomeskc at gmail please Cause it's like Chinese. It's like listening to China, like a. It's be like listening to an audiobook in Chinese is what I feel like it is. Um, when I <laughs> when I uh, try to do that, and just then I'm worried I'm gonna get COVID if I listen to the thing in Chinese. So anyway, so everybody have a good one, and uh, God bless you. Springs around the corner. Thanks. Bye.